Everything we do is by faith. All right, take the same faith, put it in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you will know who Jesus is. You accept him by faith, and he comes into your life and into your heart, and you know that he's who he claims to be. Welcome to the Inspire Podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go further in your walk with Jesus Christ, and above all, to never, ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. so much for joining us today this is the inspire podcast i'm your host douglas boyd and uh thank you so much for being with us today it's a blessing to us to have you with us and we so appreciate it this is an outreach of crossway family church in Bowie, texas that's b-o-w-i-e please go to our facebook page crossway family church and click like we also have a page called inspire where we put these messages please click like on that And uh, if this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, pretty much anywhere where you can find a podcast. And if this is a blessing to you, please subscribe to the podcast. Please invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. That would mean so much to us. And uh, we do this so we can be a blessing to you, so we can inspire you. We want to encourage the body of Christ. As the intro says, we want to see you move higher to go further in your walk with Jesus Christ. Why? Because in this world, you're going to have tribulation. And the Bible says the enemy walks around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And we've got to be prepared in our spiritual walk. We've got to pray. We've got to worship. And we've got to feed ourselves the Word of God. And that's why we have this podcast. We want to feed you the Word of God, the pure, sincere milk of the Word, and we want you to grow in your walk with Jesus Christ. Let's jump into it today. Why don't we? We have been doing a study on a book that I wrote a few years ago. This is actually the last thing on this book. We're not going to go into it anymore. This is our last lesson on it, in it, whatever it is. And uh, the book is called Don't Rock the Boat. I'm trying to get out. Don't look for it. The company that I wrote this book through went under, <laughs> unfortunately. And so right now the book is not available, but it will be. We will get it back out into the marketplace. Um, I'm looking at expanding the book, at uh, maybe rewriting it, and changing some things. But what is this book about? This book is about going beyond church as usual. This, church, this uh, book is about 
getting out of your comfort zone. And we liken it to the disciples when they were in that boat. Jesus came walking to them on the water. The winds were howling. The lightning was flashing. The rains were coming down. And one man had the faith to step out of the boat. And Simon walked on the water to Jesus. You may say, yeah, but he fell later on. No, but the point is he walked on the water. See, that boat represents everything that we don't need. It represents our comfort zone. It represents a place of complacency. And you may say, well, man, I don't want to be out there on the water in the storm. But here's the thing. When we're out there on the water with Jesus Christ, that is where the miracles happen. That is where our lives are transformed. We may not have had Simon Peter in Acts chapter 2 preaching one of the greatest messages of all time had he not stepped out of that boat that day. Today, the last lesson from the book, we are going to talk about how you are God's hands. Now, there are some in the charismatic world that teach that you are a God. That is absolutely false doctrine. That is not what we are talking about. We are talking about you are God's hands. You're his emissary. You're his ambassador on this earth. And your hands are the hands that he will use to do things and to save people, to see the sick healed. You know, he could come down here in a physical, in his physical body, and he could do things himself, but that's not how he chose to do it. He chose to use men and women of faith all over this world to be his hands. If the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, listen to this, if the Spirit of Christ is in you, you are God's hands. So we're going to talk about it today. On Inspire. So let's go ahead, before we get any further at all, let's go ahead and just pray. Father, we praise you. I pray, Lord, for every single person under the sound of my voice to realize and understand that they are your hands. If they are a Christian, they are your hands in this earth. Anoint our ears to hear your word today, Lord, and anoint our hearts to receive it. Let it be planted on the good, fertile ground of our hearts today, and let it change us, God. You love us too much to leave us where we are. Change us today by your mighty power. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, for far too long, the church world has looked to pastors, to evangelists, to TV preachers as the ones who will do great things for God. And I love pastors. I love evangelists. Uh, don't care too much for hardly any TV preachers, but but we need those leaders, the pastors, the evangelists, the teachers. We desperately need those leaders in the body of Christ. But I've not read anywhere that they are the only anointed ones in the church. Have you read that anywhere? No. No. The Bible says whosoever will. God is calling you to do something in the body of Christ, to work in the harvest fields of this world. He is saying to you, wake up, get out of that boat, 
Get out of that safe place. Get out into the harvest. Get out into the fields where the harvest is. And he has a plan, and that plan involves you. If you are a Christian today, that plan involves you. The Apostle Paul put it this way, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 1, verse 3, and verse 5. Therefore, seeing that we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. Notice that he did not say, just the pastors have this ministry, just the teachers have this ministry, just the evangelists have this ministry. No, Paul said, we have this ministry. That's everyone in the body of Christ. Then he went on to say, but if our gospel is veiled or hidden, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is he, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Then he said, for we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bondservants or slaves for Jesus' sake. The ministry of carrying the good news of the gospel belongs to every single believer. My friends, I am here today to tell you that God has a calling, God has a ministry. God has something for you to do in the body of Christ. But all of us are called to reach into the harvest field and to be God's hands to the hurting, to the lost, to the down and out, to those that are confused and don't know where to go. God has called you and I to be his hands on this earth. Now, some are called to be ushers. Some are called to be greeters. Some are called to be teachers. Some pastors. Some are called to be evangelists. And there are many, many others. Some are called to be on the praise team, to help with the sound. Uh, I think being a door greeter is a great calling. Some are called to be prayer warriors, uh, prayer intercessors. But here's the thing. Every single one of us are called to go into the harvest field. Everyone. You may say, well, I'm just shy. I'm not, I can't talk to people. No, God has called you, and God will use you. And if he calls you, he will equip you. I want to lay something on you that is, it is heavy, man. It is heavy, but it's true. Let this get down in your spirit. We've said it already on this episode, but here it is again. You are God's hands. Isn't that an incredible statement? But it's so true. You are God's hands in this world. Jesus in his physical body could only be in one place at one time. So he went back to heaven. He sent his spirit back to this earth to indwell believers. That way, Jesus can be everywhere at once. All over this world, working through millions of believers. The Holy Spirit. Man, we need the Spirit of God in our lives. When Jesus Christ is truly in your heart, His Spirit, you will begin to love like Him. You will begin to think like Him. And maybe most important, you will be able to see others as He sees them. You know, we might see a drunk, 
God sees a future pastor or an evangelist. We might see an addict. God sees a future worship leader. The key is that we must be full of his spirit and we must see people the way that he sees people. We can do nothing without him on the inside. Romans chapter 8, verse 8 through 10 says, So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone has not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Who did Paul say was within you when you were full of the Spirit? Christ. The Spirit of Christ. Think about that. It's so exciting to know. This is how we'll love a lost world the way, the way that Jesus did, by having his Spirit on the inside. It's how we act like him. It's how we talk like him. It's how God works miracles through us. When you get full of the Spirit of God, you are God's hands on this earth. Again, no, you are not God. But you are his ambassador, his emissary, his hands. This, you know, if you think about it, this is one of the greatest miracles in the universe. Jesus Christ, the king of glory, the creator of the universe, wants to live inside of you. We should be full of joy about that. That should make us, we should be the happiest people on this planet. We should shout about that. That is love, my friends. And I don't think that some of us really get it. I said that is the love of God in action. That as frail and as miserable and as goofed up as we are, as much baggage as we carry. I don't know about you. I, I carry some baggage. As much baggage as, as we carry. The Lord says, I love you. I want to fill you with my spirit. And I want you to do my works on this earth. You know, Acts chapter 1, verse 8 says, You shall have power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses of me. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, you you're a different person. When the Holy Spirit's on the inside of you, you are a different person than what you used to be. Look at Simon Peter. There he is denying Jesus Christ. He's cowering in fear. He's messed up. His, he's just messed up his life. Next thing you know, he's in the upper room. He gets filled with the Holy Spirit and with fire, and he becomes one of the greatest preachers that has ever walked this earth. It's the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Philippians chapter 1, verse 19 says, for I know that this will turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Things happen when we get full of the Spirit of God. Man, we need the Spirit of God in our lives. That's the only way that we are transformed. It's the only way that we are changed into His image. So what are the benefits of walking full of the Holy Spirit? Let's look at a few of those benefits today. Number one, you'll receive power. Acts 1 and 8, we already read that, how you'll receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. 
You shall receive power. With that power comes spiritual gifts that God will use in your life to touch the lives of others. It's all about the lives of others reaching out into the harvest field. Number two, instead of fear, the Holy Spirit will fill you full of faith and full of courage. Instead of fear, the Holy Spirit will give you faith and courage. You are transformed when you get full of the Spirit. The Bible says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He'll replace your fear with faith, with courage. Number three, you will love the unlovable. You know, it's sad when people judge other people because, you know, at times we're pretty unlovable ourselves. You know, it? it's just the truth. We all have baggage. We all have hangups. But when you get full of the spirit, you will love the unlovable. Why? Because you will see people as Jesus Christ sees them. Number four today, you get full of the spirit of God and you will receive joy, joy unspeakable. The Holy Spirit brings you the joy of salvation. Joy unspeakable and full of glory, Simon Peter said. Number five, you'll receive God's peace. The shalom peace of God will fill your hearts. Listen, no matter what circumstances are around you, no matter what kind of storms the life will bring, no matter, no matter what kind of tribulation you're suffering through, you may be going through a family problem, a problem at job, a a problem in your own personal life, whatever it is, you still will have the peace of God. It never leaves you. You never lose it. Now, there are churches all over the place that, you know, that, that still that teach that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not for today. Folks, the book of Acts never ended. The book of Acts never ended. God still fills people with the Holy Spirit and with fire and with spiritual gifts. The book of Acts never ended. We are the continuation of the book of Acts. We are living it right now. The story is still being written. To really be God's hands on this earth, you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, just like they received in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, just like Simon Peter preached it. Just like Philip preached it in the Samaritan revival in Acts chapter 8, verses 14 through 17, Philip went there and it says that he preached Jesus to them. And then Simon and John came there and laid their hands on them and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Then you look at chapter 10. Simon Peter takes the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Roman Gentiles. In Acts chapter uh, 10, verse 44 through 48, describes how the Holy Spirit fell on them. That word fell means to embrace, to hug. Folks, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, He's wrapping His arms around you and embracing you. Acts chapter 19, Paul ran into some, some disciples and he said, Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And then it says that he laid his hands upon them and they received the Holy Spirit and they spoke in tongues and they prophesied. The book of Acts spans almost 30 years and it happened the same way every time. Think about it. God loves you to the point that he wants his spirit 
on the inside of you. That's a love that I can't comprehend. It's a love that for me as a human, I just can't wrap my mind around it. But I'm so glad he loves us that much. For that family member who needs God, you can be God's hands in their life. That friend that's going through a divorce, you can be God's hands in his or her life. That family member or that friend who's battling an addiction, you can be God's hands in their life and break the bonds of that dark power that's in their life. You may have a family member or friend who's battling cancer or some other sickness or some other disease. You can be God's hands in their life. You can take the answer that they need to them. Your next door neighbor who is sick or needs a miracle in his life. Sure, you could call the pastor and there's nothing wrong with that. But why don't you go over there and lay hands on them and pray for them? Folks, we are called to be God's hands. We are called to be God's ambassadors on this earth. We are his hands. We're the agents he chooses to work on and through to touch and change the world around us. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20 and verse 21. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he has made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Life, abundant life, freedom, healing, power, and overcoming all that life hits you with comes through the power of the Holy Spirit within us. And there are miracles waiting to happen in your life and in the lives of those around you. Everyone you contact, everyone you know, remember you are God's hands in their life. You are God's representative in their life. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says, Now to him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. That power working within us is the power of the Holy Spirit. God is able to go above and beyond anything we ask or think, but it's according to the power that works within us. The power of the Holy Spirit is real, and it's nothing to fear. And I'm telling you, you can't be all that you need to be for God without that power. The Holy Spirit, combined with prayer, combined with worship, combined with the Word of God, changes us transforms us and then it changes those around us and it transforms those around us the lord jesus christ my friends has an incredible and an exciting life for you did you hear me today he's got an incredible and an exciting life for you and it all starts with you just obeying that call getting out of the comfort zone getting out of that safe place leaving the boat getting out onto the water where Jesus is The Lord's got a beautiful and a challenging life for you, my friends. 
God wants to take you. Have you ever noticed in a football game, there's those guys on the sideline, they're just itching to get into the game. They want to be in the game. They're saying, Coach, put me in. Jesus is saying to you, I'm going to put you in the game. He wants you out of the boat and into the game. Into the game. He wants to use you. Give those spirit-filled hands to him. Allow him to turn loose in your life. If you're honest with yourself, you'll have to admit the only thing holding you back is you. But in the spirit, I feel the Lord urging you to make a change right now. We are called to be his hands on this earth. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 and 16. He said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whosoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And whosoever does not believe will be condemned. Matthew 9 Verses 37 and 38. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. That means you. That means he wants to use your hands. You are God's hands in this earth, in this harvest. Romans chapter 1, verse 16, Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The power of the gospel. We must take the gospel to this entire world. Luke 19 and 10, Jesus said, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which is lost. And now he's commissioning us to do the same thing. Proverbs 11 and 30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and whoever captures souls is wise. In other words, whoever wins souls. You're not going to win them if you don't allow your hands to be God's hands. Folks, I, in conclusion, I just hope that you'll consider everything that I've said and that That you'll get out of that boat. That you'll say, you know what? I want to be out on the water where Jesus is. Doing what he did. Thinking the way he thought. Looking at people the way that he did. With the eyes of love and compassion. Before we, before we close, why don't you look at your hands real quick. And just tell yourself, God wants to use these hands. To reach out to everyone that needs Christ. Jesus, we praise you today. We thank you that you are with us, that you are good. You are good all the time. I, cha- I pray, Lord, that you would challenge every single person to let their hands be your hands. And that you would send them into the harvest field. And I ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Thank you so much for being here. Please consider subscribing to us. Please go to Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can find a podcast and subscribe to us. Go to our Facebook page, Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas. Go to our other page, Inspire, and click like on those. And please follow what we're doing in the ministry. Thank you so much again for being here. And this is the Inspire Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. Thank you so much for being with us. And until next time, may God's greatest 
I said, may God's greatest and his best be yours in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Fall.